Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 36. In this episode, my friends and I talk about different attributes that are considered admirable or attractive, things like fitness, self-discipline, self-confidence, and other things that we believe would be in alignment with an ideal life. So if that sounds interesting to you, go ahead and give it a listen, and I hope you enjoy. Well, hello there. Howdy. <laughs> this, is the, this is the only time I've ever restarted a podcast because the first intro was so subpar, and this is the one that we're sticking with, so that should really tell you something. There you go. Good morning, y'all. Yo, Good morning. Are uh, you from Texas? Yeah, it's morning in Texas yeah, right now. Y'all. I just have to say y'all. You don't get it. Never mind. I'll have to remind it to you when we're alone. Yeah. So, uh, how's everybody doing? I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great, actually. Dude, walking out. Tell, David, us, tell us why you're David feeling good. David is getting into... Yes, well, go I've ahead. Been, I've been going to the gym a lot. Oh. Out. I've been eating a lot more. I've been just drinking water. I've You've been, been drinking, like, at least 36 <laughs> ounces of water every day. You've been living. I've been living. Yeah, yeah. living the life um, of Riley. Yeah, so I'm, I'm actually... I feel good. My body feels good. I feel, like, really pumped up. Yeah. See, when you get hungry, that's what it's trying to tell you. <laughs> yeah. That's good. And you, I would say you look a little more... It's getting Boy. thicker. Yeah. Thicker. Getting thicker in the arms. Right now it's just one and a third C mm-hmm. thick. But you're so, gonna get that second C in there. Yeah. To the man to the He's one. Deadlifting. Yeah. Nice. So uh I can still grip your leg, so still have more. You can still get my hand all the way around <laughs> one of your thighs. <laughs> no, you're not that steady. No, 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 steady. No. Did my first ever deadlift thing today. Yeah, Peter also deadlifted today. I'm really all proud right. of that. Mm-hmm. Dude. Cool. We're like guys. Turning boys into men over here. Boys to men. That's the name of our band. Oh. to make love to me. I don't know what that was. Is that boys to men? Yeah. No, That's okay. out of country. I always think of uh, hard to say goodbye to yesterday when I think of boys to men. That oh. is like my go. That's my go-to. Mm-hmm. Like when I think of uh, Backstreet Boys, I think of Backstreet's back. <laughs> Every time I think of that, I'm like, I'm glad that's all over. Boy bands. <laughs> Uh, have you heard of this K-pop phenomenon? Uh, Boy bands are very much a present tense phenomenon. You know what? I'm almost willing to bet that the K-pop phenomenon is being fueled by the women who never went through the boy band phase in the 90s. Yeah, Korean women. Okay. (laughs) Well, I know some American women. Well, and yeah, a lot. Well, no, because think of some of the, the ladies that we know who are around our age. I don't know that I'd feel comfortable calling them girls. You know, right. they're, they're not, like, yeah, they're, children. But uh, they, like, I'm old enough to remember Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and yeah. 98 Degrees and all that. I mean, I was too young to have been part of the generation that really fell for it, like, fell in love with it. Yeah. Um, I feel like those people were maybe, like, five years older than me. Probably. Um, but, I don't know, they didn't miss it. You're right. I think right. K-pop is its own thing. I think I figured it out. The people fueling the K-pop phenomenon have always had crappy musical taste. <laughs> well, yeah. It goes without saying. So but uh, I am we... proud to say that David is making the transition from K-pop star to Kung, uh, Kung Fu? to somebody who listens to the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. Are you listening to Joe Rogan? I listen, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. I didn't he know listens, he was still talking he about He listened to the Quentin Tarantino yeah. one. Well, and, a, uh, and now he's eating elf elk jerky and deadlifting and 
Taking, you had an elk burger? Taking cold showers. So good. Yeah. You're taking cold showers? No, he's not. I, I don't know. Maybe I have, I have, to, I have, have taken some cold showers. Have you ever taken a cold shower? Yeah. Like intentionally? Nice. It is... No. It is not like nice is not the word that I would use for it, but it is exhilarating. Yeah, like it, like jumping into a it river. It invigorates you. Yeah, it gives me that general. So, hmm? yeah, like there's a the rush. Yeah, I I will chasing. say it is. I've been honestly, this has just been going on for the last few weeks, but I've been taking more cold showers in the morning, and I will say like I feel a good deal more awake, and I have more energy in the morning. Um, yeah. Just from that change, because it really does shock you into consciousness. Not that showering is the first thing I do when I wake up, but still, like, you know, mm. I, I, um, apparently it's really good for you. I've been reading on some of the health benefits, and I highly recommend it. Thing is, in Florida, just taking cold showers. Yeah, or showers in the morning. Cold showers in the morning. Really? Yeah. Um, I will say that in Florida, it doesn't like the water doesn't get that cold though. I guess that's true. It gets down into like the like fifties, like maybe pool <clears throat> temperature water. I like that. Too. But uh, but yeah, it's like if you go up north, then you can get to like thirty three degrees <laughs> basically year round. It, it definitely, I heard it's definitely important to take cold showers. Like if you're experiencing like a heat rash, it helps like yeah cool off the body. Yeah, yeah, I, I would bet. Also, if you're sick. Yeah, it reduces inflammation. Well, you're talking about like fever and stuff. Yeah. Reduces inflammation. Okay. So uh, if you're feeling flamboyant, you should take a cold shower. <laughs> Infl- inflamboyant. Sorry. Um, it's not as funny as your laugh is. I picture it as funny. <laughs> okay. Well, let's stop picturing. Why um, are you gonna shoot down if you got a good laugh? Like, take it, even if you don't think it's that funny. Okay, it, I will admit that is the greatest joke of all time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just glad. I'm glad to see Peter deadlifting. I'm glad to see David like lifting weights. Went to the went to the gym with David. I went to a gym for the first time in a very long time because Did you miss it? no, exactly. I will say it's crowded. And I mean, so David, um, you've said that like you like a gym because it feels like the attention's not all on you. Yeah. You know? And, I like and when you're honestly when you're in the garage it's like we have really just one person lifting at a time, maybe two. And uh so it's like people are at least noticing you even if they're not focused on you. But uh I, I get that. And actually when you when you invited me to go to the gym with you, I was kinda pumped. I was like, Hey, I'm gonna go to a gym. I'm like I'm going to see, like, people at a gym and maybe even see people that I know. And I'm going to, like, actually be able to deadlift a respectable number and actually be able to deadlift because this isn't Planet Fitness. Uh And um, so that felt good. But I will say that, like, man, women do not wear a lot of clothes at the gym. They wear basically, I mean, not every woman, obviously, but, like, there were a lot of girls that were just there in basically, like, a sports bra and very short, like, yoga pant shorts. I'm sure there's a word for them. But, uh... I usually like, see the, the ones where just... It's not yoga pants, but it's like the skin-tight sweatpants. Sure, whatever that is. But I'll, uh... I'll say, like, it's not good for my soul to... It's, it's a bit annoying. ...be around actually. that a lot. Yeah, and especially, like, people are... People are very attention-grabby. Like, yeah. uh... Like, a, I, not everyone, but a lot of people are recording themselves... 
Oh, and really? I yeah. get it. I, I get it to an extent because it's like some people record themselves for form checks. Yeah. So they're like, okay, you know, <clears throat> my shoulders in alignment. Is my back in the right position when I? Do? But then it's like you know mm-hmm. that a lot of these are probably just Instagram mm-hmm. models who are like trying to get a bunch of people to follow them because they post pictures of themselves squatting or whatever. And it's it it was I I, I don't really want to go back. Um, I yeah. wish. I, I would like to go to a gym that was like an actual strong, like getting strong gym. Uh, like, you know, we have Kissimmee Muscle that's out on out here on 192. You know mm-hmm. that place? Yeah. Um, which Ryan Clark actually owned that for a little spell. He owned it? Yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of a long story. Um, but I, I wouldn't mind going to a place like that as far as going <clears> to a gym. But I feel like a lot of the, so this place is called Crunch and Planet Fitness and LA Fitness. It's just, there's a lot of that, like, self-absorption going on. Yeah. Would you go if it was less crowded? Oh. Uh, I don't think it was even so much, like, the, the crowding was a little bit annoying. But it's also, like, the kind of people that mm. are there. And I realize, I mean, I haven't been, I've been to a gym once, uh, maybe, like, six months ago. But other than that, I haven't been to a gym in, like, probably close to five years and i feel like a lot has changed like okay five years ago was there tiktok no um i know that i know there was snapchat and i know there was instagram and there were already people doing it but i feel like that's gone a lot further in the last you know five years because think five years that's 2016 man Um, planking was a thing planking was a thing and like (laughs) there was no covid i i would even say five years ago there weren't even called instagram models dude obama was president well yeah it was a transition yeah. no because yeah. he wasn't in trump doesn't get inaugurated until 2017 january really yeah because 2016 is the election year oh, yeah, 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 yeah i see what you're saying dude that's so weird obama was president does it feel like it's been a century since barack obama was president yeah, yeah. it's definitely yeah. weird but um what uh, I was gonna say something about the gym. Well, do it. Uh, <laughs> see, so you want to go because like it's because like the people, you know. I, I for me, I think at least I like going to gyms because not a lot of tension's on you, and like kind of like we kind of experienced this when we were at the gym. It's not like I feel like there's a lot of people who are just like willing to help, uh, like the guy who I'm gonna. That's true. Like we're willing to help here. No, yeah, I'm saying that <clears> in my too, garage. But, like, like there's a lot of, like. I feel like when you're at the gym, and I'm not saying there's any judgment here, but at the gym also, I feel like, especially at Crunch, LA Fitness and um, Planet Fitness, I feel like people do judge you, and I feel like at Crunch, there is like... You feel like people judge you at Planet Fitness? At, uh, at Isn't there a whole thing, yeah. like, there's a judgment-free zone, yeah. like, no being strong, know, man. Like, no LA having fitness, too big of a water bottle? I'm not a big fan of LA Fitness at all. I don't like LA, Yeah, I don't like... I think LA Fitness is the worst of the things that I don't like about gym culture. Right. Now, I will say they have better equipment. Like, Planet Fitness, the downside is there's no good equipment. It's all either machines or Smith machines, <coughs> and then, like, they have some dumbbells, and that's it. But, like, you can't bench, you can't squat, you can't deadlift. Like, you can't do anything that's really essential for getting strong overall. Yeah. And Crunch has a sauna, which I like a lot. Mm. Yeah, we but... went in the sauna. 170 degrees, which I, th- I thought was going to feel a lot hotter than it was. It was very tolerable. Like, we were in there for 20 minutes, and I felt like I could have stayed in there for an hour. 
You know? Make it back, guys. Uh, 170? It's different. I feel like being from Florida, it's different because it's like you're hot, but you're not in the sun. So you don't feel like that blistering mm. on your skin. But you said it was a dry sauna. Yeah. yeah. Saunas are dry. Steam rooms have... Oh. Yeah. So when I get back from Texas, Sam is going to come with me. Because weekends, uh, I can bring friends before you. Yeah. I know. I'm going to do that, too. But I'm not going wow. in a sauna. That's fine. <clears throat> but we're, like, we're going to go at like a 5 a.m. for him. Wait, what? Why are you doing 5 a.m.? Is he being dumb right It's now? not crowded. That's true. Where are you going for, for free for the weekends? Free? Uh, Crunch Fitness. Crunch Fitness. Oh, yeah. Bring friends from free. Yeah, I've, I've had situations in the past where um I had friends that went to the gym, and then they invited me to uh, come in for free and do workouts with them. Yeah. And, like, it's, it's like, you know, I, I go with Shane, but I have, like, a fun get on BNC constantly. <clears throat> yeah. I think, like... When it comes to, because I, I, I wonder about this, and I know I've had people that, you know, I don't want to say any names, but, like, people that, uh, like, they, they point out that they think there's a lot of vanity when it comes to, like, strength and fitness, and I think that there, there definitely is, like I was just saying, in a lot of gym cultures, there's, like, a vanity about it, but I don't know. Sometimes I wonder if I'm guilty of that, like, the extent to which I'm, like, oh, I'm going to do this, and then I'll have a like I'll be better looking and I don't know I don't know if there's I don't know the extent to which my ambitions right. could be said to be vain I mean would you say it's bad to want to look no no and I I remember actually something that Ruben said um a while ago like years ago obviously um he said like do you and I think I think we were all single whenever this was said he said like do you want to be married to someone that you're not attracted to. And I said no. And like honestly I think that's a bad thing. Like you know who would want. If I'm married to a woman I'm not attracted to. That means she has to be married to someone that's not attracted to her. Right? So that's bad. Okay? But then he said okay well then. Don't you think that you. I don't want to say owe it to. I, I forget exactly what he said. But it's like don't you think you should be trying to be. Attractive for like your future spouse. And I'm like okay I think that puts some things in line. Because it's like. I do want to be attractive. I want I want to be attractive for Nicole, mostly just in the sense. I was actually talking about this with some of my students today. It's like, you know, there's a difference between vanity and just not being a slob. Mm -hmm. And um, <clears throat> you know, you can you can dress in such a way that tells people, I don't care about myself. You know, <coughs> like, I I don't I don't care about my health because my hygiene is bad. I don't care about my presentation i don't care about my reputation because it's like i'm willing to just look however and then um i i think that that you really can obviously not judge a book by its cover but like there are things that you can tell about a person based on the level of intentionality they give to their outward appearance and i think that strength that's one of the things about working out is that you look better but also you know i've i've said you know, I want to be strong because I want to be more helpful. All right. And I think that's one thing I kind of noticed, and I just started really getting into it. Was I think one thing that's really good about working out and going to the gym, and Travis has said this several times, is that, like, so since I've been going to the gym and stuff, I've been doing, like, it's like, uh, it's like disciplining myself. Mm -hmm. It's like, more frequently, I've been, like, now recently, I like, oh, well, I'm doing this, I'm going to start, like, making my bed now. I'm going to start, like, doing a lot more water. I'm going to start doing all of this. Is your room clean? Yeah. Really? What? Yeah, I cleaned it. Uh, Dude, I'm going to go in there. 
And so, is that why you kept people in your room? Uh, so it's not like, really bad, like, what, dude, I get so tired, I just throw my clothes on, mm. on the floor. Well, yeah, I mean, everybody can understand that. But, I just didn't know why you kept it from your room. Um, I just don't like, even when I was like younger, I never, they, uh, the only person I would have in my room or my brothers who I shared it with and my parents. And your mm. girlfriend. You let your brothers that you shared with in your <laughs> that, room? Yeah, that, like, I would never let, I would always <clears> do so, always do so. I just don't like mm. doing my room. No, I'm I don't nothing wrong with it, but. I like I like keeping um, it in a safe space. So like I think it's really good. Like it's a good um, discipline. Like you keep, yeah. Just like you keep doing this, and also the reason mainly actually another reason I got the gym is uh, like it would motivate me to work out because I'm not gonna waste money. I'm like okay, I'm paying this monthly fee for mm, it, and me yeah. not going to the gym is I'm just wasting money. Mm-hmm. I don't like doing that. So. Yeah, I will say like having bought all the equipment, sometimes it just sits there. You know, and I don't use it. I, I don't work out as much as I probably would if I had a gym membership. Because it's like, if you have the membership, then it's like, man, I only went, you know, one time this week or two times or whatever. Then you're actively, you feel like you're wasting money. But I definitely prefer having it in my house. It's just in the summer, being yeah. in the garage is a special kind of hell. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the self-discipline aspect of it is really, is huge. Like, um... There's a reason that I I think that there's a inbuilt and like a god built in reason why we respect people who are self disciplined, right? <clears throat> um, like you guys have heard of Jocko Willink? No, he's a ex Navy SEAL, and he's got a podcast, and he's he's very big into like his catchphrase, I guess, is discipline equals freedom, and he has an Instagram account, and it's only one picture a day. And he posts at 4.30 a.m. a picture of his, like, his wristwatch. And he's like, I'm getting after it. Like, and it'll just be a quote or, like, a caption basically, like, I'm up, are you? Or, like, I'm getting after it. And it's not, like, he doesn't, it's not vain. Like, he doesn't come off as needy for attention or whatever. But it's like, man, I have a lot of respect for that. I have a lot of respect for a guy. Like, he has the money. Like, he's retired from, uh, from the Navy SEALs. He was a commander. Um, he's, um, you know, he has all the money that he needs and he's still just for the sake of, um, discipline. Like he wakes up early to like, and he starts his day hard. Like he does the hard things of the day first. And a lot of that is working out, but that's also, you know, addressing emails and things like that, that you were not wanting to address early in the day. And he says, when I wake up at four 30, I'm thinking about the enemy. And he's not even a Christian, or like he might call himself a Christian. I don't know. He he might even be. He doesn't talk a ton about it, which I would hope that he would. But he says like when I wake up early, I'm thinking about the enemy and like how he he's getting up at five to ruin my life. And you know he he learned that in the military, like about you know out maneuvering people and out efforting people. I guess that's not a word, but. Uh, it's like just waking up early because there are people, not like we have enemies in our life who are trying to foil our plans or anything, but it's like there is someone who's waking up early and working hard and like they're willing to do the things that it takes to achieve your ideal life, which means you have to be able to, to wake up early and right. to I outperform think, them. I think there's a difference. Uh, when, okay, so when someone, I think when some people hear this, I think people could say like, well, I wake up at the same time to go to my job and stuff. I think that's there's a difference because, like, for your job, 
you kind of have to like that's mm-hmm. not really like it is your choice but not really you know you, mm-hmm. you have to go to it but you still if you're doing something new you're starting something like yourself for you i think that's what i would call discipline yeah like for you we can't for your job i really want to call that discipline i think you're just talking about self-discipline and imposed discipline i don't think yeah you're really not yeah. discipline yeah self-discipline is um like getting up on your day off yeah. Because you want to, and that's actually something I've been trying to do is even on Saturdays and Sundays, still waking up at 530 and I like, I'll work out or like on Saturdays, that's when I work on a lot of my, like the youth ministry stuff and I wake up early and it's like, look, I, if I'm tired, I can take a nap later in the day, but I'm going to wake up early and I'm going to get stuff done. And that's been big. And like, even when you see someone, like when I see someone who's really strong or really fit, I think like, okay, for all the other character flaws, this person might and very well may have um like the the thing that i know about them by looking at them is they can put in work like they're not a slouch they're not a slacker um now you can be very intense about your physical fitness and neglect your marriage neglect your you know hygiene neglect your you know your spiritual walk your mental health all those sorts of things but it's like, okay, I know this person pushes themselves in at least one area of their life. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I respect other things. But more. I like, well, yeah, it's like when it comes to physical appearance, it's more like I just, I want that for myself. So if I see someone who looks strong and everything like that, it's like, mm-hmm. man, I want to be strong. Do I respect them more? Well, like, I'm not going to get in a tussle with this person. Mm. <laughs> so in that sense, yes, but I don't necessarily respect the person more. It's just like, yeah, I like the image that they're showing. So it's like giving someone who's just dressed as well, you know, it's like, I'm not mm. going to necessarily respect you more, but I like, I like how you're, you're putting it all together. And yeah, so. maybe, maybe respect isn't the right word, but honestly, I think what might be a better word is like admire, like you at least admire that about them, you know, like that they've been able to put in work and to achieve this physique or this um this style if it's more of a the way that they dress type of thing um it's like for all the things that might not be admirable about them it's like you can at least say like that that's something worth um that they have that you would want i so i I think it's just a taste thing like i admire a person's mind more than that kind of stuff yeah, I mean, I I admire well, a wise person more than a beefy person. Well, so like, okay, so let's talk about Arnold. I love Arnold, right? Mm-hmm. I <laughs> I don't I don't like admire him because of the physique he got. Mm. Um, I think it's cool, and I like yeah. how he put it. I what I admire is his mind, how he yeah. applied everything, and it's not just like the workout regime and all that stuff, but it's just like how he said, like how just how his mind thinks, like his sense of humor, mm-hmm. and like how. I don't know, just different things about the way he thinks. So I, I care. So he could have been a not very healthy person still, mm-hmm. but he still, if he still had the same mind, I still would have admired it. So that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't think that you can be a person who has Arnold's mind and not wind up with at least a very fit body. You know, it's like your your mind is not independent of your body, and so it's like if if you're the type of person who, so his big thing was like my body is a sculpture and I am going like every day I'm going to chip away like small imperfections or I'm going to like, you know, build up this one part of it. I'm going to, and it's like, he had this like sense of perfectionism about him 
um, that I, I think if that's your mind, then it will wind up applying to different areas of your life. And I, specifically for him, like it wound up being his physical uh, physique. Yeah. I admit that like there are things that I can admire about a person a lot more than if they're really in shape. Like if, if I start talking to somebody, like I was having a conversation, this would have been about a year ago with a guy. Honestly, the dude looked like a total slob. Like he had a really not well-kept beard and he did not dress. This is not someone that y'all know. Okay. Um, but it's and, funny how this could describe somebody. Anyway. So, but like he, he, he did not look well in a lot of different ways. Like he also looked like he might have been sick, but, uh, I started talking to him and like, we started talking about classical music and he started talking about, uh, like he knew a lot about classical music. And so he, he just was talking and talking. He was a big fan of, um, Tchaikovsky and Rachmaninoff who are like probably my two favorite composers. And then also he was a big fan of, I think it's Mussorgsky. You know who I'm talking about? You know, Night on Bald Mountain. From Fantasia the yeah, with yeah. Uh, Chernobog. The big, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I always reference because people remember <laughs> the cartoon, right? But like that song, and he w- that was his like big guy that he song. loved was was Mussorgsky, and like I think that's how you say it. I'm probably getting it way wrong, but um, he was he really liked that guy's composition, and the guy just like he was talking in such a way, and he was also engaging me in the conversation, and um, it just kind of it elevated my mood, it elevated the whole experience of talking to this guy because before that. I was actually talking about like this guy's story and even like his faith and it was just kind of I'll be honest it was kind of bland and uninteresting and then he started talking about this and and um it's like he took the conversation to a place where he was passionate about something and I respect that passion more than I would respect a a guy with a six pack you know, so yeah. I'm not saying that a physical physique is like the epitome of what you'd respect in a person. Yeah, but no, I'm just I'm just saying like I don't I don't know if I'd use like admire. You know, because like I, I, like I like guys that are. That's gonna sound weird, <laughs> out of context, but like you know, like I'm gonna cut just this part out of it. <laughs> yeah, I like guys like Batista, The Rock, uh-huh. Schwarzenegger. Like, of course, these guys are like they they were the sim. They are because you know some of them are still actively going at it. Uh, epitome of like uh, masculinity. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say so. I, yeah, I can't get that way Manliness. without testosterone. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and so it's like I love that. You know, there's something also like just being reminiscing about your childhood, right? Mm-hmm. Like those are your heroes. Yeah, you look strong. at like you watch Batman or like yeah. you know Spider Man. It's like they're they're strong and yeah. they're they're like they walk straight, like they walk tall, and they they uh, they they handle themselves well. I think there's a reason that we put people like that in front of our in front of our children, the yeah. children of the generation, to look to as role models. But yeah. um, I think there that you, if you take away the physique, though, you could still have an admiration. So that's what I'm saying. It's not tied to the physique. No, it's not. And like I said, yeah. it's it's attainable even without even with someone who's out of shape. Or like I'd say another guy. So a guy that at least the classical model of this person is not someone who's super in shape or whatever, but like Sherlock Holmes. I was just going to say really? Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sherlock Holmes. Like he is Even brilliant. RDJs. Yeah. And then when you watch that, like he's also this like, Oh, I'm, I'm this predictive fighter and everything. <laughs> and, and then he's also, I don't know if he had a six pack, but like he was he in did, really good yeah. shape, but it's like, you read the Arthur Conan Doyle and it's like, this guy's a gentleman and he's also kind of a jerk, but he's <laughs> also like, he's, he's just, he's, 
freaking amazing at what he does. Yeah. Like no one, no one comes close to him with regard to his uh, like ability to to sleuth out or suss out a uh, you know a clue in a Among in a mystery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I had a question about something you mentioned earlier about the podcast. Um, I think it was Rogan that you said that he asked the question. Do you want to look attractive to your wife? Um, Arun, yeah. yeah, that was a friend of ours. Arun. That was just a guy that we know. Right. So my question was, did he mean in terms of like character or like physique? He was talking specifically about physical attraction. Yeah. Physical. Physical. And it's you. like, I, I would not, if, if I was married to a woman that I wasn't attracted to, that would not be a good life for her. Right. right? Because she has to be married to a mm-hmm. guy who who is like awake sexually and finds women attractive but is not attracted to her specifically and i can't like man what a curse it would be i'm thinking of like what if my wife was not attracted to me like that that would feel so bad it would make me feel so small and so like just insignificant or 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 lacking you said leah princess leia no no leah what about her the cow eyes oh yeah cow eyes yeah and yeah, how do you, how great is that? <laughs> That's how everybody's gonna know you from yeah. now on. Yeah, is cow dude. Eyes. I there was a a girl I met when I was in college. Her name was Leah, oh, no. and her younger sister's name was Rachel. What? And her parents were Christians. <laughs> they are terrible. And the thing is, like, they were both really like pretty girls. They okay. were they were like it's not like oh yeah they knew <laughs> they knew this one was gonna be oh. a uggo, <laughs> so they named her <laughs> they named her Leah. Leah in the Bible. Uh, Jacob yeah. married, yeah. He, oh, okay. yeah. And the, the the father tricked okay. Jacob that into marrying her because she was older. Because yeah. nobody apparently was going yeah. to. Yeah, I I had something additional I wanted to say. So, in the case like, say, um, a guy is not attracted to a girl. What if they like, um, what if in the what if in the instance that they spent time with each other and over the time that they've experienced like fellowship, they've grown attracted to them like it, it grew over time i know this there's a word for that there doesn't what what's that called it's from beauty and the beast i love how you said there's a word for that and you don't know yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah but like um, are you talking about stockholm syndrome? Stockholm. <laughs> that's not stockholm. what he's <laughs> describing yeah yeah but no. like i know that this doesn't necessarily happen to everyone but like yeah so i would say it's like because you asked about like character and stuff yeah. and, and so here's the thing uh, women don't care about character. <laughs> no, you. Wow, I'm, I'm you're just being, being contrarian. I, yeah. I'm just, I'm just joking. Uh, I, that that does happen. There, there are girls that I've met and not been attracted to, and then like as I've gotten to know them more, it's like, wow, like the way she carries herself and the way she speaks, like there's just there's a depth and there's an integrity and everything. And I've I've later started to like uh, girls, but I, I'll tell you, like with Nicole, my first memory of her was like we went to uh quiznos together mm-hmm. after church and we were eating outside and like she was wearing this black dress and she was standing in the sunlight and she was talking to me and i forget the other guy's name he wasn't a guy that came regularly but uh he, she was just she was standing i was sitting and like just the sun hit her and i was like man this girl is really pretty and uh like incredibly out of my league and uh you know i remember that quiznos. now i'm married to her you remember that Quiznos experience, or you're talking I, about? The, I the remember location. the Quiznos, but because we didn't always, <laughs> it was forgettable. Yeah. I was because uh, I I know where I was sitting, but we didn't always go there. So I remembered yeah. an instance we were there, and I'm pretty sure that yeah. was the same instance. I think the guy's name was Eric. 
Because he, was he friends with Caitlin? Caitlin. Yep. Yeah, his name okay. was Eric. Yeah. Yeah. So, and uh, I wonder how that guy is. I don't know. He. I remember he told stories about like gator hunting, <laughs> and I was like, man, this guy's cool. <laughs> yeah. He's talking uh, about boomsticks. Yeah. You know how you hit them with the between the eyes. Jake Click used to do gator hunting. Yeah, Luke Heinch and Jer- Jeremy Stout. They. <clears throat> caught like an 11 and a half foot gator i'm just last too terrified to do that kind of stuff yeah and i'm perfectly fine admitting it yeah because uh no thank you yeah so there there are times that like a girl might become more attracted or endeared to a guy over time and i will say that you know statistically scientifically like women um attract physical attraction makes up a smaller percentage of their overall yeah. Like attraction toward a guy. Women are crazy. A guy for a girl. They'll go for ugly men. <laughs> well, most men are ugly, but a, that's the thing. Like, even if you look at the kind of women that, or the kind of men that women think are attractive, is still kind of ugly. Yeah. I've seen, um, like, Brad, Brad Pitt is still kind of ugly. He's look... got, he's got an ugliness to him, but dang, he's incredibly handsome. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But like, I know he's got this asymmetry, like this weirdness yeah. to his look. Like yeah. he he's got those lines in his face. Like yeah. he's got a really hard face that you'd think would make him it's look like really like big jawline. That if yeah. you were up close to you, like that's yeah. a huge what head. About DiCaprio, that man, it's good looking. Oh man, are you guys about to go into your man crushes? No, I. Well, I guess we could go into man crushes. Before you go there, I, I think. <laughs> I'd, Before we go save into us, the, yeah, save us, Peter. The I've seen some um, amazing like um, things have. I've seen some pictures on the internet like amazing, and I'm not gonna uh, use any terms of ugly and stuff because I'm gonna go into like a sensitive area where you know with like disabled people, um, mm-hmm. people who don't have that the luxury of other people. Mm-hmm. I've seen people with, and pictures of uh, people like with Down syndrome, like with a really attractive lady, and um, I've seen. Think, I think I m- might have seen one where they might have gotten married or and I th- think I saw this video once where um, a, a girl asked a guy a guy with Down syndrome out and he like cried he was like in tears because mm-hmm. you know, she wanted to uh, give him an opportunity it was like really yeah. Um, yeah, it was really moving yeah that's 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 definitely possible and especially like you know I, I'd say in general um and this is a good thing uh women are attracted to guys with like you know softer hearts Mm -hmm. well women who are like emotionally stable and that you would want to be in a relationship with are often attracted to guys who have like softer hearts and they're Mm -hmm. more like caring compassionate you know nurturing and everything but at the same time it's like women are also no doubt attracted to strength and masculinity and and um there's a hardness there it's like a guy needs to have the capacity it's like we're doing the manliness podcast oh, that's um, what i thought we were doing yeah i we mean 100 sure. percent are doing this right uh now. yeah he's gonna be All in the room. Us. but um yeah like there's there's a, a man needs to be able to be like not i don't want to say harsh but like solid you know he needs to be able to be as strong as you know, steel at times, but then he also needs to be gentle and flexible. And it's like, man, we see all of this modeled for us in the scriptures. And we see it modeled in the book of Proverbs, like telling us, you know, what men are supposed to be, um, what Solomon desires for his son. Um, We see this model in the character of Christ, you know, where it's like he's harsh on the things that would be detrimental to his bride. 
and then mm-hmm. like he's gentle and caring and loving with his bride. Yeah, and we're called the love the um, love our wives like Christ loved the church. Christ, yeah, uh, give our lives to our spouse like Christ died for the church. Yeah, lay down your life. Have you ever met a really attractive woman for her personality? Yes, was trash. Like, Absolutely. Yep, yep. Wow. Actually, fake, a lot. That's what you a call lot a of the fake time, person. The attractive woman, her 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 personality is trash. Probably because she didn't need a personality in home. Yep. In life, but that is just a major turnoff. Yeah. And what's it's like, uh, it that's like the dude. Great Gatsby, right? Oh, the Great yeah, Gatsby, yeah. where what's her name? Leonardo DiCaprio. The There's a crush right there. What's the girl's name? Is it? It starts with a T. Daisy. Is it Daisy? I think it's Daisy. And she's oh. like she's beautiful but her life is so hollow and then like what she winds up wishing for her daughter is like i i want her to be a beautiful fool i want her to be beautiful so that her life will be easy and want her to be a fool so that she won't recognize the fact that she's being taken advantage of and it's like that that's the best life i could wish for my daughter and it's like oh my gosh what a what a horrible um and possibly accurate assessment of (laughs) the 20th century you know it was like I know this one, she's really, really pretty, but she's just rude. She's like, she's just so mean. Like, she's very, like, self-centered. She's very, like, she's very jealous. If she's not getting talked to, then she wants it. And I was like, that's just this. Who is the most, honestly, the most unattractive trait? She probably takes videos of herself at the gym. This is the most unattractive trait of a woman, in my opinion. Mm. Being ugly. (laughs) It's jealousy, man. I don't like jealousy. That's a really ugly trait for me. Uh, it depends. I like. I remember Ooh. there was an experience. This is this is gonna sound maybe super shallow, but there was an experience where um, oh, man, I I almost don't want to say this, but like nobody listens to this anyway. Um, so there was an experience I had with Nicole when we were dating, and we were up north, and we were hanging out with a friend of hers. And um, the friend and I started talking about something that we both knew a lot about, but that Nicole didn't know anything about. And so Nicole felt like kind of excluded from the conversation. And she like kind of moved like next to me and like put her arm around me and everything. Cause she's like, not, not like, um, oh, I'm insecure. And I think, you know, he talking about this, it, it was some show, like we were talking about a show and uh, it's like, oh, because my boyfriend and this girl, like the same show he's gonna leave me for her and so not like an insecurity but like a i just want to establish the fact that i'm here you know like uh and i I don't necessarily know that i would see myself doing the same thing like if but she's told me that that's why you know she came closer and like kind of put her arm on me and everything is because she wanted to establish that hey i'm 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 here too i'm sure that girl got the message too uh maybe but like it was (laughs) there was nothing there was absolutely nothing flirty or like yeah you know anything like that about our conversation but um i i'm like okay if nicole was talking to a guy about like i don't know animal nutrition or whatever (laughs) uh then yeah like i would it's like okay would i see myself like kind of scooting in closer to her and like put my arm hey buddy you might not you (laughs) might know a lot about like you know amino acids but uh she's mine like (laughs) why don't you back off so but i think there's a there's like that's another trait of god that we see modeled is like jealousy is um he he calls himself the jealous one and it's like that there's the difference between like the the word the vocabulary difference between jealousy and envy is like envy is wanting what someone else is what someone else has jealousy is like wanting what you have and it's like you know if, if another guy was flirting with my wife i would get jealous which means like 
she's mine and I'm not like, I'm not going to tolerate some other guy trying to make a move on her. And that's the word that God uses of himself talking about Israel is like, they're mine. And these other gods, these other pagan peoples who are trying to bring, but I know what you mean. Yeah. Like so, girls who are insecure yeah, yeah. So and get like, jealous. I'm, I'm not going to say her name because I respect, I don't respect her, but I respect her enough. But, so, but we know her. Well, yeah. Selena Gomez. One of my exes. <laughs> it's like, uh. like, what the heck? It's like, what the heck? I was like, so we're at a party and she was talking to this guy and me, I'm like, so laid back. I don't give a crap. Okay. I don't care, like, I don't care if a guy, like, guy. They started making out. No, like, if they were, like, <laughs> holding hands and stuff, uh, maybe, like, I'll step in. But, like, uh, just, you should maybe definitely. Yeah. Or, or just leave, I'll honestly. Just, uh, it's but, no, like... but they were, like, both sitting on the couch, like, uh, like and they were talking, like, really getting into this conversation next to each other. And I don't know, I was like, they were just talking. I'm like, okay, I don't care. <laughs> so I'm just talking to my other friends. And then, like, later that night, she's like, she's like, it would have been nice if you, like, came over and, like, to show, like, mm. you know, I was like, Hmm. Why? I was like, why? I was like, so I asked her, like, were you, were you trying to make me jealous? She said, no, but like, still, I was like, I was like, I was like, I trust you enough. Like, I don't. You know, maybe this is not good about me, but part of me gets that. Part of me gets the idea of a woman wanting to be like, uh, claimed in a way. Man, I'm going to get Just super wanted. canceled for this. Wanted but yeah, pursued. it's like, you know, like, um, that the fact that her boyfriend is going to establish his presence in the, you know, whenever those types of circumstances arise. So I kind of get that. Um, but at the same time, it's like, oh man, like, are you so insecure about our relationship that you're wanting, yeah. that like you feel like you need to, you know, you need me to step in just because you and this guy are having a conversation. It's funny, it's like, yeah. <laughs> like this, this happened like a few weeks before we broke up. I told her like, yeah, I trust you enough. But you broke up with her. It's not no, like no, she. I'm about... Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. So, David, I, I did. Were you? You were thinking what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. I think he was. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. I know yeah. who you're talking you about. Yeah. yeah. I, I came up with a it's Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking of a I've heard this Bible verse scripture that a passage of scripture uh, when you mentioned like um her personal personality is bad. Proverbs thirty one thirty definitely points this out in particular. Charm is deceitful. And beauty is vain, but a woman who fe fears the Lord is to be praised. Mm -hmm. so, and I'll praise yeah. that woman. Yeah. I'm not going to marry her. Mm -hmm. like, well, if she's not beautiful or charming. I was going to say, like, yeah. why not both? Yeah. Like, okay, what if she's charming? Like, I think Nicole is charming. Like, she's got this charisma about her. Yeah. She she talks to, like, she can have a first encounter with someone and, like, just get along with them and be a blessing to she them and, well. and all that kind of stuff. So she's charming. And she's beautiful. Yeah. She also fears the Lord, and like yeah. she wants to follow Him. So it's like I, I don't think you should lower your standards on either on either side. Like, yeah. I mean, I I think that, like, girls want to be with guys they're attracted to. That's what attraction means, right? Yeah. And I I don't think that that's a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Um. And I think it's kind of the same for for guys. It's like we should, uh. But. I forget I forget who I first heard this from. I, it was, I think, maybe just some pastor that's a part of my life. Um, but he said, like, imagine your dream girl. Mm -hmm. And then the question is, would she be attracted to you? Like, you know, the type of guy that you are right now with your, um, not just like your looks, but like your life, you know, would she be attracted to marrying somebody like you? And I, I remember being younger and kind of taking the cop out is of like a, well, my dream girl wouldn't be so absorbed or like obsessed with, 
you know, money or status or looks. And so she'd be a 10 out of 10. And even though I'm a six, like she would still be head over heels for me. Right. And that's kind of like this. uh, I almost don't want to say it, but like this anime uh, culture of like, you'll have this guy who's just some guy and then some bananas, beautiful woman will just be obsessively head over heels yeah. for that guy. You guys know the trope I'm talking yeah. about, right? Yeah, and then the and guy I, is going to like not care and you're like, you're such a freaking idiot. Yeah, well, it's it's a cartoon. It's not a reality, yeah. right? Wait, that wait, 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 what did you just call it? It's a cartoon. I'm not saying ah, I'm not saying Ah, Sam. I'm not saying I don't Well, I mean, it is a cartoon. Like, no, but he posted... Yeah, anyways. It's not... Like, I get that it's not a cartoon in the same way that like Clifford the Big Red Dog is a cartoon, but yeah, if there's... by cartoon you just mean drawn yeah. Yeah. media, then like... You know, too. I don't care. I don't typically call it. And so, yeah, I was just laying out this verse specifically what David mentioned, and you just voiced out like the the point and why this um, passage of scripture exists. Is it's important to have women of both qualities. I mean, it's it is important to have someone you're attracted to, and it's important to have a woman that that is genuine um, and has a positive personality and one that does reflect Christ, that should be mm-hmm. our... When you find yeah. a woman like that, oh, man, you're going to fall hard. What? Yeah. A woman who follows Christ? Yeah, well, follows Christ, you know, good personality, and is also, like, you find physically attractive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the hard part... That is part, so incredibly rare. I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Which it's, it says it's, that it's later, like, I think. It's like rubies. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, usually it's... Uh, not really attracted to personality is pretty good. Um, sometimes it's the opposite, like really attractive, but yeah. personality just sucks. Or really attractive, a great personality, and then just like doesn't fear the Lord, doesn't is not a Christian. Is a Nazi exactly? <laughs> oh no, I mean not even not even a Nazi, but like just someone who like they're not yeah, they're they, not a Christian. They, they don't, don't. It's not a concern of theirs. Yeah, exactly. There's there's no there's no spiritual life there. And it's really unfortunate, but like I've I've seen people like that, and like I've I've known people like guys and girls who have just kind of given up and said like, well, I I will if there's three qualities: um, attractive, good personality, Christian. If I have to sacrifice one of those, I'll sacrifice Christian. Mm. And it's like, Whoa. man, no, I, I'm I'm serious that I've Yo. seen this on both sides. Like I've lived long enough to see girls who have said like, well. I can't find a good Christian guy, so I'll just look for a good guy who's not a Christian. And then vice versa. I've seen yeah. the same thing happen, guys, with girls. And it's like, man, it's I, like I felt that way you, would, you would not want to sacrifice any of the three. No. But it's like, what kind of home are you going to build with a guy who is who disagrees with you on the foundation of reality? It's like, what type of kids are you going to raise? I just, so, I just don't see how it works. It doesn't. I mean... It's just stupid. And I've seen the person fall away, you know, from the faith. And it's, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, to me, that's evidence. Like, if that's not a priority for you, then that's evidence to me that, like, I don't know, like, maybe your faith wasn't, it's, you don't want to come off as callous, but at the same time, it's like, man, you're denying the master that bought you. If you're, if you're living a life that doesn't pursue that, then I think it's, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. I think you have to have some sort of misery not having that. So are you are you the guy 
that your dream girl would <coughs> would fall for, would be interested in? I'm just trying to think of like... What or are you the about? anime uh, <laughs> protagonist who's like waiting for the 10 out of 10 to become obsessed with him even though he's got no personality? Oh, no, I feel like I have a good personality. You I, like, have not, a personality. I have a personality. <laughs> I know. Like, I have some goals, which I'm actually pretty I'm, shocked. These goals I have found, I have, yeah. I have data, I'm like, wow. Like, look, you should think you have a good personality because if, if even if you're willing to admit your personality sucks, then you've got some work. You know no, what I'm mean? supposed to suck. I'm not saying that you that it does. I'm saying if you actually thought that about yourself, then clearly you have some work. But um, I I'm not where I want to be, so I wouldn't. No one is. Yeah, but I would it's say like, like I'm okay. That's sad if you're if you're like oh I'm I'm good enough. I don't want to improve in any way. Yeah, that's pretty prideful. But I just I just mean like I would get it if it's like yeah um, a girl would tell me that like I get it. Yeah. But it's also like I don't even know what my dream girl like what i'm trying to pursue yeah you know what i'm saying because it's like i want someone who's blonde <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> i actually really like Runa. but it doesn't I even know. matter that's why i said that. uh because like i've i've i guess the older i've got like the more desperate women... oh. no it's not even just desperate it's like the more women that i find myself mm. attracted to it's like geez like i don't know if this is this podcast but like one thing that i found like i really really like just like, just no, proceed with saying, caution. Like dark skin Asian women. <laughs> Are you fetishizing? No, I'm not fetish. I'm just like like. No, okay, so people say like, oh, what race or what hair color or what accent or whatever yeah. do you find attractive? And it's like, you know what's attractive? It's attractive people. Like, there are yes. beautiful women from, every from India, and then yeah. there are not-so-beautiful women from India. And it's and the same chances are, from Vietnam yeah. and Colombia, and it's, like, just attractive Florida. people are attractive. David. So, yeah. There are attractive <laughs> women from David. But anyways, and, uh, um, I don't know what I'm really looking for, because the girls that I've fallen for, it wasn't even, like... Like, when you said how, like, is this the first time you saw Nicole... Uh, apparently not because her first time she saw me was a different a story. No, that's actually the. F- oh, that's maybe the first time maybe I... that's. Oh, the you first weren't time. there. You're you talking about the Super there. Bowl party? Yeah. No, I was there. You were there. Yeah, I was there, and I remember interacting with her. But I'm pretty sure Quiznos was before that. It might have even been earlier that day. Because it was a Sunday. It was a Sunday Sunday after church that we went to Quiznos. Totally makes sense. Anyway, but I remember, like, I interacted with her a little bit at the party, but I mostly interacted with her. Like, it was me, her, and that other guy at Quiznos. Like, we had a good long conversation, just the three of us. But then at the party, it's like, I was talking to other people. Well, it was the moment that I noticed, like, wow, this is... It was also the first time I spent any real time with her, but it's like, I realized this is a very attractive girl. And she's also really interesting and all that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, it's not like, oh, and then I pursued her. I mean, I wanted to ask her out. And then, you know, that another friend of ours asked her out. They did it for a while. Didn't work out. Now everybody's best friends. Now everybody's best friends, you know? This is a really crazy story. Yeah. But, like, for me, the two girls I really fell for... Are I... you going to say their names? Huh? No, I'm not going to say their okay. names. Okay. Why would I do I don't know. It's just, like... Um... It's okay for me, because I've been wound up married to her. Um, but, like... They... <laughs> Both of them, like, at first, I was, like, not attracted. Hmm. And I knew there was, like, an attraction there. Yeah. Like, not for me, but, like, people would say they're attractive or something. Okay. And But I was like, no. And then something clicked when I interacted, like you're hmm. talking about. And then yeah. it was like, but then it, like, 
it was just a cliff dive yeah. right into it. It wasn't like... Heels overhead. Yeah. Yeah. And that can be a good thing and that can be a bad thing. It's mostly been bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's <laughs> only been bad. Yeah, it's only been bad. But it it's... Is... No, I was going to say, like, that's... that. It's never been like, oh, you're meeting all my boxes. It's more like, oh, so this is... Well, you're checking on them. Yeah. No. Uh, it's like, oh, this, these are my boxes, apparently. Yeah. So it's been kind of like discovering it, so I don't know. Yeah. Good. Like, one thing, something my very first, like, I didn't think she was that pretty. But, she one thing, I'm just kidding. Uh, but one thing, like, what you said with comes to personality is that she could hold up a conversation. Mm. She could talk, which I love. Yeah. And she knew how to play chess. Uh, could she beat you? Yeah, she, she was good. Oh, never mind. Like I would not want to be Mary Duel woman who can beat me in chess. I'd be too intimidated. Because <laughs> um, that means that she probably has a higher IQ than you. No, she was definitely taller than me. I don't know. No, I'm kidding. Dude, I'm married to a woman who's taller than I am. Like, Yeah, I you are no, not the norm. I am less than 1%. That's how rare it See, is for a girl and a guy to be married where the girl is taller. That is amazing. I, amazing? Honestly, <laughs> I would love to meet a girl that's... That's taller. At least a oh yeah, tall. at least You're... a foot taller than me. Again, you know who's attractive is attractive tall people. <laughs> like sorry, if there's a woman but... who's like seven foot ten, and nope. she's like, there's no way she's attractive. You know... <laughs> sorry. Anyway, because surely we would have seen like... her in the NBA, if the she WNBA. Was like six five. I'll be okay with that. I don't think so, dude. That's way too big. That's not. That's not... way okay. too tall. Anyway. We're just talking about preferences. It's a manly yeah. thing to do, right? We're talking about manly. <laughs> oh, I'm 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 not against that. It's just like. I don't think that's really going anywhere. It isn't. But, uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, I think it's difficult to answer the question, like, because if you Because you don't know who your ideal is. Well, it's not just that, but, like, if you're personally satisfied, like, content with your life... Yeah. Maybe when that person does eventually come, like, it'll push you to something more. You know what I mean? And then you realize... I don't know. Like, where you... Like, because when you met Nicole... Like, you've changed. Oh, yeah. And I don't mean, like, pers- personality-wise, but even your circumstances have changed. I do not recommend the path that I took. Um, it worked out great for me. Like, it it has worked out so marvelously. But I have to attest that that is 100% the hand of God that's done that. Because I... We need I... more couples on huh? this thing. We need more couples on this thing. Dude, I would love to dumb. do one where we just take a survey of how it happens. It's like you and Sam. <laughs> and that's a good one. Um, anyway, I, yeah, I'd be down for doing one where we kind of tell our story. But, um, when I met Nicole and even when we started dating, like I was working at Chick-fil-A and not like, oh, as a manager or a team leader. Yeah, I was working at Chick-fil-A just as like a a team member, like no, no ladder climbing. Like I was after what, maybe three or four years there, I was still on the bottom rung, but it's because I wasn't planning on staying there forever. Um, you know, started dating her. Eventually I got that job, um, at the computer, um, shipping warehouse. And I had that job until three weeks before we got married and I got fired. And then I just, you know, decided on a whim to go try out my school. And then I wound up being hired there. And then I wound up being hired at the church. (laughs) God bless you. Wound up being hired at the church where we both went like a year into our marriage. And it's like, it has been. I feel like these things have largely fallen into my lap. So it's not like, oh, I did. I took these proactive steps. Um, I did not have a lot of a savings. Like, I would 
I would definitely encourage someone to have a good amount of money saved up even like while they're dating someone or even even when you're not dating someone. It's like work, save, you know, that way you can when you know that you want to marry this person, you can just go out and buy a ring. Um, You can, uh, you know, you have a good I don't want to I guess nest egg is the wrong word, but like you have a good amount of cushion to start off your life with in case, you know, a car accident happens or a health problem like. You know, we've had a lot of um, a lot of health issues uh, with our, you know, just show up in our marriage and it's helped to have had a little bit of savings. But I definitely wish I would have pursued more money um, while I was while I was single, not as an end in itself, but as a means of serving the future wife that I would have. And I liked my job and I was content with it and I loved the people that I worked around. But to be honest, I probably should have left there earlier than I did to try to save more to serve my future family. Tell out Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I think we're just real quick. So because I hear you, Dan, and I just I just want to extend an opportunity for you to buy some AMC stuff. (laughs) 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 No, it's all in Bitcoin, man. I'm just kidding. Well, you're going to have to get capital to start affording that. No, I didn't. I didn't buy it. You can buy a partial Bitcoin. Do you want to have one whole coin? I would like to, yeah. but I'd also like to have enough money to buy a whole coin. Yeah. That's what uh, Travis said. I, I think that's really, really small. Mm-hmm. Is to have a bag of plans with, with money and stuff. Mm-hmm. But what he I said think... was leave Chick-fil-A. No, and no I don't he's, know. he's not a bottom level yeah. so sure. I think, like, I think toilet scrubber like, like I, I was. I think people who, before they get into a relationship, I think, I don't want to say it's everything, but money is a pretty big deal see but now you're but encouraging like, the women to check you online no, and see what your saying, bank accounts no, are i'm saying remember it's not, how you didn't like <laughs> i don't think it's live but like i think it's not like i told child i told this it's like I, i'm actually really happy like my dad actually told me this i'm really glad that like if something if i ever get fired from my job now i'm like can't find a job i have three months worth of rent that i could save up so i'm like oh i have three months to find a job mm-hmm. but i'm not mm-hmm. saying like yeah, but like it's good to have a backup. Like it's good. To no, have, that's like, very practical. Yeah. So, oh, there's think, no problem finding a job these days. Yeah, uh, but I, I would say I think before anyone even starts dating, mm. always think that you you're gonna pay for two. <laughs> you're paying for two. Yeah, <laughs> that money. You're, well, you're talking about on dates. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. yeah. That's I'm why saying, you date a skinny yeah. girl. No, I'm saying I'm saying is that like before you get into a relationship, don't. Think financially. Don't think that she's gonna be okay with not spending you or like not doing things. What if she makes more money than you? Should she be paying? No. no. I just yeah. I agree with that. Not and not, I, I will say to, maybe I will say many women who who make it's it's not universal, but if a woman is making a lot of money, she is usually interested in guys who make even more than her, right? right, right, right. Which is an interesting phenomenon because the thing is. For women, typically, speaking in generalities, this might come off as super sexist, for women, it matters, like, their their attraction to a guy has something to do with, like, his social stability, his social security, yeah. as far as, like, you know, how how secure of a job position that he has and, and his money and everything. And for guys, that doesn't matter at all. Mm-hmm. So a girl making more and more money and climbing the corporate ladder makes her 0% more attractive in the eyes of men Whereas, you know, there are women who they the first, you know, 10 years out of high school, 
like they focus solely on their career and so they're older and they've um what they have gained is money and status and power and position and everything which does nothing for them with regard to their uh you know i don't, I don't want to say status but like their attractiveness in the eyes of men uh so i hear what you're saying right and yeah. uh, it made me think right that um i usually don't agree when when like especially feminists say that like women are smarter than men but now after what you said i realize women are smarter than men how's that because they're like oh i'm just more attracted to finances <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like if women are making money now that we can make then i'm just going to be more attracted to finances also <laughs> why why not like it's just smarter to have the one person make the money and then you figure out are your you gonna place. be a stay-at-home dad absolutely you're <laughs> gonna be a simp you're gonna breastfeed <laughs> wait who said that uh, i just was reminded how that uh men can also lactate was that miguel yeah. rarely yeah, yeah that's and gross. it's like it's a hormonal yeah that's really good anomaly also that's, gross. that's a human body dude that a man is doing that that is gross Anyway. But, uh, no, I, I do have serious comments about that. I just wanted to say that because it was also in honor of Norm Macdonald who died. Mm -hmm. Dude, yeah. And I'm like, he would say. He would definitely say something like that. Deadpan like that. Listen. Man, we lost one of the great ones. Mm -hmm. I think he was like on the edge of Christianity. I don't know if you've heard a lot of things he said later on in his life. I don't know. I'll, I'll send I you like some videos. Maybe wishful thinking. No, but, like I'll send you some videos yeah. and you'll, you'll be surprised. I mean, yeah. he read Dostoevsky like over and over and over again, so I, he definitely wrestled with those thoughts. Yeah. Peter, you you were having some sort of thoughts thoughts of the thinking notes from the underground, right? Um, so um, like you mentioned earlier, trips about something you wish you did differently or better. And something I wish I did differently or, like, had more experience with is, like, experiences with social interactions, like, especially mm -hmm. with women, because I, I kind of lived in, like, a kind of a limited social capacity. Like, I've had, like, certain groups of friends, and I I'd occasionally see friends at, like, youth group. This was, like, in my early teens and stuff. So I didn't have a whole lot of social experience back then. Or, like, friends at school. And I've only hung out with, like, a certain faction of friends over and over. And um, as I grew older, like, I wanted to run that experience. But so because I have, like, a, dis um, a disability, like, a disorder, and I, like, I would have these tendencies. Like, I want to... I'd gravitate towards one person talk to them over and over and over mm -hmm. but that um provides a certain breeds of comfort towards other people because people react differently mm -hmm. um over the years like when i started getting interested in girls when i was younger i'd make them feel uncomfortable because i'd be like come off like weird or um mm -hmm. creepy and that's always been difficult yeah it's hard to strike that balance yeah you know with and, like, in any circumstance with mm -hmm. girls, it's, like, hard to strike the balance of being uh, confident and direct mm -hmm. and, like, just kind of straightforward and present and bold and all that kind of stuff. And then, right. on the other hand, being polite and kind and, mm -hmm. um, like, respectful mm -hmm. of their 
boundaries and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and like just, I've had yeah, I've had people walk out from wanting to communicate or I, I don't know if I guess some people not wanting to be my friend or post me, and um, I've tried the dating sites in the earlier days of like smart smart devices and I back when I was living permanent in Lakeland I always struggled with distance like there wouldn't be very many Lakeland results for girls I would want to be around with so and uh, yeah like no one would want to reply and no one um um no one I I didn't match with anyone I don't think this was I think this was before Tinder and Bumble were uh, even like even existed, so yeah, and um, social interactions has like been a hassle, and I, it's just something I wish I had more experience socially, like was um or had the experience of like maybe hanging out with a girl in group settings. I've had more of that coming, like even coming to this church, like when you guys would like host meetings, like back when we went to the. Tuesday night life groups and had like events mm. that would be like where my social experience like grew and I've, I remember that I've seen a uh, social media post was like people like people I know from church like even like just hanging out with girls in like smaller group settings or yeah stuff I, that... I'm not against uh I I'm actually rather for um yeah dating apps uh but I do I do agree that I think that in person interaction especially as your first interaction with someone i think it's helpful to have yeah like an in-person interaction it's a lot easier to yeah kind of demonstrate your personality yeah pedo said i think my opinion men are a lot more patient or compassionate when it comes to like women who don't can't like social like socially or socially awkward yeah I think men are a lot more patient, a lot more kind of, a lot more than women are. Than than women so like good. when they're talking to a guy who has troubles necessarily relating socially. Yeah. Uh, I've seen it. I've seen both happen. Like I've seen girls be very patient with guys, and I've seen guys be very patient with girls. I don't know that I would say one is more patient than the other in that regard. Generally, women are more patient than men. They say that again. In general, women are more patient oh, than in men. In general. Yeah. I don't know if uh, yeah. dating, I don't know. But, uh, so what I wanted to say back to the, the finances thing is. Uh, if you bring up AMC again. No, I'm not. I'm not bringing up AMC. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, the economy will bring it up. You should but, start uh, your own bank. Hmm? You should create your own bank. I'm being serious. Why? Because I live. Never mind. That was going to be a funny joke, but no. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> no one can piece together with that zinger was gonna be anyway uh um no about finances is uh because now in the world that we live in women are making money they can do that nowadays and and uh doesn't add up yeah uh so i think maybe there's some biblical roots to the idea of the guy basically being the breadwinner yeah wouldn't necessarily call a breadwinner provider yeah, just like, just making bread mm-hmm. <laughs> in the kitchen. Yeah, making uh, bread where men belong. <laughs> in the um, but it's like, especially when all that was tied to physical strength, it made sense. 
Um, but so like now things are kind of changing and I find that, uh, I, I think I can call out, uh, non-Christian women, not that I really want to be dating non-Christian women, but I can call them out on that BS, the hypocrisy of wanting to be independent and making like a lot of money, but then looking for the guy to come in and then do that for her. It's like, I think they're in conflict. I don't think that that's, uh, consistent. Would you say that, um, because you said that you would kind of dismiss out of hand the prospect of men being the breadwinner because they're, you know, because strength doesn't necessarily have a lot to do with income. Would you say the same thing about male headship, male leadership? Wait, 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 go back to, because I don't know if I said... You You would dismiss the idea of the man in these days, in this society, needing right. to be the breadwinner because winning bread has less to do with physical strength now than it did in ancient it's times. Not, I don't dismiss the idea of the men being breadwinner. I'm saying it's becoming less relevant because the oh, strength... Oh, okay. I, th- I thought yeah. you were saying that it's less relevant... Are, I thought you were saying, therefore, it's like less uh, important in order to have a biblically sustained society, biblically focused society. Yeah. So, like, I... But I like... I like strength. Yeah. I th- And... I don't. I think it's important. Yeah. Well, yes, and and we could talk about if that's just subjectively or objectively because I don't know if all men are like this, but like, uh, like I want to get back into working out because of the benefits that you Dude, talked about. Come on Mondays. Well, I'm you're here. here. <laughs> it's Monday, but come yeah. earlier. Yeah. No. Out. No. I, I I will be. Um. But it's like. You're hitting the bag earlier. You're yeah. looking good doing that. Um. No. But I I like all that stuff. I've always played sports. I like that stuff. But like, I I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's typical of men, but for me personally, I don't like soft bodies. <laughs> and like, when I, like, I really don't like seeing... Like a, soft men, you're saying? Yeah. 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 Like a, like a, yeah, like I think a man with a you soft... Lose, you lose respect for that. Like My when body? a guy is doughy, when no, a guy you're, is... No, you're not soft because you're too well, skinny for soft. And it's you don't have to do sloppy. that, David. David you just took off his shirt. Now it's a party. Uh, I'm talking about is... you can look at a guy and he looks like... Doughy. Like um, he's made out of mozzarella. He he looks he (laughs) looks like an unformed lump of clay. Yeah, and And it's like, dude, sculpt yourself into something. I don't understand what you mean. Like I'm thinking like you like me. No, it's not about you. Not soft like hairless. (laughs) No, that's (laughs) smooth. That's smooth. That's also a problem. No, we're talking soft like you know tubby and and like sloppy. Like their bodies were never put through any kind of activity. difficulty Those it's like they've never, they've yes. never confronted never they've never are you kidding me serious i don't think I've, i'm trying to think there's of someone. so many men that are like that dude <laughs> i don't like, know it I'm go don't to know a anyone. beach in florida yes you do i'm not <laughs> gonna name the people why would i do that but yes you do the film's very dough boy basically <laughs> <laughs> yeah just people who are soft like, like i don't want to be that guy like, yeah and i'm not trying to put people like oh you have to be but like i don't want to be that guy whether I'm, <laughs> whether I'm, later, later. We'll, we'll talk. Yeah. Whether I'm married or not, I just never want to be that guy. I like having the toned arms. And yeah. Like, but it's not just, and I've talked to you about this, like, I don't just And want... even, like, the dad bob, where it's like, you can have a little bit of a gut, but, like, the shoulders, the way that your your arms fill your sleeves. I think I have a bit of a dad like, after I get out of the shower, I'm like, my chest and my arms still look pretty you know, yeah. well, yeah, but like, I just have a gut, a little bit of a gut. I Which don't I think don't, there's any problem with that. I kind of want to get rid of some of that because yeah. it's like, I get I just, it. It's like fat and yeah. like heart disease and all that. You have of lost stuff. some weight. It's healthy. I would say you definitely someone lost thought some I gained weight. weight. But I don't know. Anyway, anyway, but the, the point is like, I don't also want to look big and not be strong. I also hate that. Yeah. Because it's like, that's just all 
like illusion. Useless, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's useless. That's the way I am. I forgot why we got on this tangent. Do you remember? Uh, I mean, we were talking about strength. We were talking about... Oh, yeah, because uh, you're, you're talking, talking about, about physical yeah, so, uh, and earning money. Yeah, regardless if it helps you earn money or not. It's just like, like men out of the two genders show like the muscle part of the body, you know, of the human yeah, body. Yeah, they like, show more of their muscle. They wear yeah, it on the outside. Yeah, they and everything. And it's like, like, man, that just looks so good. Like when you see the statue of David, minus yeah. a certain part of his body, it looks like really well. The, you get a leaf. You get a maple leaf on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah, there's a reason that we like, sculpt that and yeah. we don't sculpt like Larry the Cable Guy <laughs> type of, you know. Just, I wasn't even thinking him because at least he's got some big, like he's big guy. Yeah. But like, I, 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 let's let's. Uh, I don't know. We're not gonna name people. Uh, like, Woody but, Allen. Who? Woody Allen. Woody Allen. Oh yeah, like yeah. that'd be weird. Um, but yeah, you know what I mean. It's like yeah, and so it's like we're just body shaming people. On I know, and I'm not, I really don't mean a body shame. It's like yeah. I don't think you have to do this or that. But like for me as a man, no matter. I was just commenting on what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care if I'm earning the money or not. I still want to be. I want to have some biceps, you know, mm-hmm. I want to have some triceps. I want to have some flactoids, quadceps, quadceps and stuff. It's just like, it's nice. And like, you're going to feel better. Mm-hmm. And if it, yeah. and if it, like, if you're like with somebody and they're like, all mad at you, it's like, I don't care. You, you know, I'm sexy. But if like, <laughs> like, if, if you, that might be some That's vanity. Pride, yeah. yeah. But it's like, even if you're not with somebody, it's like, well, it ain't about my looks. I just am a terrible person. <laughs> I just have to get my life in order. Yeah, you, but it's but just like man, look at these pecs. <laughs> but it's just like how it is, and it doesn't have to be muscles. Um, it might be just an American thing because I, I really do think like our culture really um, focuses on that. Glorifies, like other, you yeah. know, like there's other athletic people around the world, but yeah. maybe just not. And it's just like I think as a guy, you just want to be athletic. Now maybe with video games, it it kind of curves that because like. Um, you get to get that energy and competitive whatever out in another way without developing your body or yeah. your cardiovascular system or your respiratory system at all. Like, you can let your body completely waste away and still feel a sense of accomplishment, yeah. which I think yeah. is such poison. I like yeah, it's I would, it's, I would, uh, it's to me like it has the same effect without getting like I'm not going to get too into the details of this but like it has the same effect of pornography where it's like I can have all the gratification all the yeah. good feeling without putting any of the effort into like you know courting and loving a woman well and all, all the it's like I can it's me 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 it's like I get the payoff but I don't have to do anything difficult and buffets well exactly it's like it's it's what it what's the um there's a quote I forget who said it but it's like you know we will eventually we'll come to a point where it's like we have so much of everything that the only thing that people feel like they lack is lack. Mm-hmm. And so they will they'll they'll seek out lives of like simplicity because it's like there's so much noise, there's so much uh, there's so much dopamine like um, devices out there. Like either your social media and you got so many hearts or likes on a on a picture that you posted or if it's a video game or if it's like the type of food that we eat that's just so you know it's built to hack your brain 
You know, it's not it's not built to nourish your body. It's built to hack your brain into wanting more of it. Like, right, right. Um, and I'm saying that as a guy that like, if there was a box of strawberry pop tarts in here, I would be putting that down right now. No, we would be you know? wrestling for that. We would be fighting. For it. Yeah. <laughs> I love strawberry. But yes, I agree with Travis said. Like, someone who played a lot of video games was really competitive. Like, did a lot of stuff, but. Now, like, since, like, I've definitely, like, slowed down and stopped. Like, I haven't turned on my PlayStation, I promise you, like, in two weeks. Mm. Um, <laughs> really, so, but, like, I know. But, like, well, I'm, I'm saying it's, that, like, I, it really was an addiction. It was, mm-hmm. it was, it was, I realized it was bad for me. Like, And playing, that's not I'm attractive. Not... Like, a, for, for girls, like, uh, a guy that is, that's, like, a slave to Call of Duty. Yeah. Or and to I'm not, whatever. I'm not trying to say, like, playing video games is Bad. Like you can play once in a while, but like well, we being addicted, yeah, being yeah, also, yeah. So being addicted is really, it's bad. Yeah, yeah all this say. stuff can be. And unless if you're not making money out of it, you you really should stop. Like, you stop. It's <laughs> such an addictive nature. It yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's real. It's really bad. Yeah. It's really yeah. Bad. Everything in moderation. Yeah. Well, you know, and and like let's let's really get into this manly stuff, right? Because I think the the man crushes that that i have for instance aren't just men who are just really like muscular or whatever mm-hmm. they have this balance of like for a while it was rdj i like uh <laughs> we're so really stupid. going here huh? yeah well uh, um and these i don't know these people i just know the characters they mm-hmm. play right yeah um but like ryan gosling like really dude he's he's so funny he's <laughs> so, so gay <laughs> <laughs> but like what I admire about it is like yeah no the I wit. get it and it's like when you see when you when you admire people wow it's like we're back to my word huh when <sighs> yeah. you admire people you're noticing something in them that you wish you could demonstrate to the world right, right. it's like they they highlight what is lacking about you and it, and that's a good thing right because it's like they you had this paragon and it's like okay I that person is not perfect but if I were more like them I would be better. I would be like more suitable of a husband. I'd be more. Like... Maybe you'd be better. You might have things wrong, but because like I think like if you look at, okay, what Christianity says is better isn't what the world says is better, and that's so true. what what a lot of guys might be looking after, like that's oh true. this guy's a playboy and yeah uh, that's, yeah that's, that's true hundred like... percent. But uh, yeah, you got to be careful about who you put on a pedestal. Yeah, but like I guess what I like, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Man crush on John Calvin. <laughs> His pointy beard. No. Uh, I, I like being well-dressed. I like being yeah. fit, having nice cologne. I, having I, I, charisma, like having a solid yeah. person. Another thing that, like, Good honestly... jewelry and glasses. Um, and this is not even just me. Like, a, a lot of, like, self-attestation, like, women would say that they're very attracted to passion. And it's, like, mm-hmm. to a guy who's passionate about something. If he's passionate about, like, his art, or if he's passionate about, like, helping others, or if he's passionate about... His, even if it's his career and it's like, you know, he doesn't talk about it like, oh, I'm just looking to make money and, you know, have a really impressive travel-based Instagram account. Like, if, if they're passionate about the purpose behind what they do, that's huge. And, like, so many people live without that passion. And it's like, I, I feel it's like, I, I, was talking to, I was talking to Sam and David about this last night. Because I'm like, I, I feel like definitely older people would have said the same thing about my generation. But I see so many kids... That, like, they're just there. They're just, like, blobs in a sea, and nothing is interesting to them. They're not passionate about anything. They're not developing any skill or any mental type of, uh, you know, pursuit because 
well, why would I waste time trying to get good at something or, you know, develop, you know, a beautiful style of playing piano or whatever? Why would I care about that when I can play this video game and, you know, get a high score and it gives me the dopamine that I would have gotten anyway? And it, like, it just saps us. So what do you do if they're passionate about video games? I tell I turn off their console, man. And I'm like, they're passionate... No, Dude, but the thing is, it's like, no, this what, what if they're passionate about heroin? So what happens is that, like, <laughs> so what Travis said, like, there's a bunch of kids who are passionate, so they put it into video games. Yeah. Then they back to their friends who also don't have anything going on. And who them. also care then, a lot about video games. Then, oh. then, then that's where the cycle comes. And that, that is such a, that is such a nightmare situation that, like, I mean, I'm, I'm so all about, like, I would, I really want homeschool because of this. Because it's like, okay, um, think, think of a boy. And he has his dad there with him. And it's like um, the boy does something that makes the dad proud. And the dad is like, man, that was like great job. You did such a good job interacting with that person. Like, I'm so proud of you. Like, you know, you looked him in the eye and you shook their hand. And you said, yes, sir. And all that. Like the dad, the dad is just praising the kid. And the kid's like, man, like awesome. Like my dad is proud of me. Right. And then you have a situation where it's like the, the son does something. And his dad is like, look, what you just did made me ashamed. Like it made like, and I, I still love you, and uh, like I, I care a lot about you, but I want better for you than what you, like what you just did made me ashamed of like my uh, own um, like of the way that I've been raising you because apparently I've been doing some things, and the kid thinks like, man, my dad like that really hurt him and everything. Okay, so now kids do not oh God bless you, kids do not give a crap as to whether they bring honor or shame on the name of their father. What they want is the approval of other 12-year-olds. Mm. And it's like, how do I get that approval? Well, I'm really, like, my friends are good at Call of Duty, but they know that I am the guy. Like, you've got to have me on your team. I'm so stinking good. And they get that type of, so David's pointing to himself. <laughs> um, and it's like, that. that's their skill. And now, this um, there's this beauty about, like, what used to be, I, I know it's more than just brain chemicals, right? I'm not saying that, oh, this is all boiling down to, like, evolutionary psychology or whatever. But, like, it's also brain chemicals, and God put those chemicals in our brain. And what used to make a sun beam... A sunbeam, huh? <laughs> uh, what used to make a, a child, a, a boy, beam with with joy and with pride was like, man, I just did something that my dad was proud of. And, like, I, I you know, brought down my first buck. Or I, you know, had a had a conversation with a guy at this job where I'm looking to go and to interview at later. And, like, I made my dad proud. Or, on the other hand, like, I've brought shame on my family. And that can be unhealthy. All that stuff can be unhealthy. But it's like, kids do not care about whether or not the adults in their lives, the godly adults in their lives, approve or disapprove or are honored or shamed by their actions. What they want is for their friends to laugh at their jokes and um i was i was just made so incredibly aware of this i almost don't want to say this on the air but it's like uh you know we we took our we took our our youth to a conference and um i'm sitting on this row we took them to a conference this is at um at saint andrew's cathedral um oh, okay. rc so sproul's church it was like an apologetics conference and there's kids from i mean all over the state but I, there are kids from out of state that here this is a big deal conference and, um, you know, a lot of them are high church, like Presbyterian kids and everything. So they know what it's like to be in a big, tall tile floor building with stained glass windows, singing hymns, all that kind of stuff. And we're in this church and we take up about three rows 
And um, it's like I look in front of me and there's kids who know how to sit still and pay attention and take notes and like think deeply about the um, the content. And some of our kids are like that. But then I look even in my own row and it's like, man, some of these kids are like joking mid-service and like, you know, drawing stuff and pointing to it and showing their friends and then they're laughing. And you hear like this this silent, okay, we're not everybody else was perfect in that place but like this this cathedral that's largely silent and attentive and then you just hear like all this snickering and like you know like laughing at each other's jokes and it's like I'm in in a real sense I'm ashamed that this is the group that I'm with and it's like part of that's on me you know part of that's on me that I've not been diligent enough in teaching these boys like how to be uh attentive and like one of them like even even kind of like taps on me to show me something that he's drawing and it's like do you think that I'm going to be impressed that like you're drawing this thing and it's not even like, you know, beautiful art or whatever, while some guy's telling you about the reliability of scripture and, you know, all these apologetic arguments. So there's in, in, in a real sense, there's a sense of shame that's being brought on the church or on me or whatever. And I don't want to make it all about me, but it's like to those boys, that doesn't matter because they got their friends to laugh at their funny drawing. Right. And that it like with video games or with whatever, like that is such a, it sapped so much of the nobility and passion out of our culture. So I think what you just hit on, I'm not going to go on a rabbit trail, but I think that in itself is a good conversation because I think some of it, like what you're saying is true. Like they're, they're, it was obviously inappropriate or whatever, but I think, I think it might be being a little too hard on yourself and those kids. Uh, yeah. And I've thought about that. You know what I mean? But, it's very but, hard to go on. Well, I'm just going to say, because it's like... It's, Comfort me. <laughs> well, one, right, you're not... These are not actually your... Yeah. But two, it's like, it's very... And not all of them. Yeah. Like, I'm not... So, not that they're going to listen to this. But, but so I think it's just, they're kids. They're young mm-hmm. They're young kids. I, I, I'm but not saying so they're... are all the other kids in this church. Yeah. Yeah, but... So... But these aren't Presbyterian. High church Presbyterian. Right, yeah. so, so that's probably just from learned behavior. But, like, because, like... I grew up Catholic and it was kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, every, but you know, it, like a lot of times I wouldn't misbehave, and there were some times where I did because I was bored because mm-hmm. it was kind of boring. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm sure those kids are a bit <laughs> different. Maybe I don't know, just from hearing what you've said a little bit, but like maybe in a different um, context, or if they're being engaged a bit differently, they're probably better behaved, or their minds are being engaged so that they don't need the feel to draw, but. Mm-hmm. There's just times where they're kids. They're going to misbehave. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the whole point of you being the adult. Yeah. Right. Kids will leave ranch sauce on the table for you to then put your hand. <laughs> yeah, I... This podcast, as many of our podcasts, <laughs> brought to you by the sound of David chewing. <laughs> but, like, yeah, like, don't... I, I would honestly tell you, like, don't be so hard on your on yeah. yourself. Like, yeah, but... I know. And it, it, part of me is, like, this is this is incentive. And this has been incentive for me for a while is, like... I want to have a child and I want to raise them in such a way that like I can say, man, I'm when people find out that I'm this kid's dad, I'm proud of that, Hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah, So, um, yeah, on the subject of, uh, video games and attractiveness, (laughs) I I'm recalling something. I, I was having this conversation with, David earlier, he was asking if I went on a date, and so I was telling him a little bit about what I look for in women and wanting like um, wanting to date and stuff. 
I mean, I could have easily ended up being that person that wanted to be with a gamer girl. Like, understandable. I've played mm -hmm. video games in the past. I've been to, like, some of the conventions and stuff. And, I'm, and I know, like, there's girls out there that into that. But I've grown up knowing that I'm, I may end up with someone who may not like video games or doesn't play mm -hmm. them. And, yeah. And I, I'm at a point where, like, I've... I would anticipate that and I would be totally fine with that. Mm. And growing older, I I'm looking beyond like the gamer girl persona or wanting that and like looking at what I want more is more of is like an adventure and experience like maybe to travel, go hiking, just have that outdoor experience. Um I recently met someone that liked um trying new places to eat so that's i'm mm. you know, i'm totally branching out that. yeah yeah like branching out yeah yeah so and that like i don't know like this just made me think of how there are girls and i don't there's probably not, not as many as there seem like or or there might be more mm -hmm. because my knowledge of this is very shallow but like girls who they game and they is it twitch stream yeah and then it's like they're i don't maybe they're also really good gamers i don't know anything about <laughs> no. like the games that they're playing to tell if they're actually very talented but they're very attractive and then like guys pay real life money to have that girl like say their gamer tag out loud mm -hmm. and it's like it's that such this like unhealthy obsession culture where there are guys who like gaming is pretty much their personality trait is like that. That's how they think of themselves. And there's not really much substantial about them other than that. And so like to have a girl who's attractive and playing video games, it's like, well, what more could you want out of a girl? And it's like, I, I just see, I see that going in such a bad direction because it, it gives the illusion that, there's an infinite number of whatever your ideal girl is out there because you were able to buy nine seconds of her attention for her to say hi to you and then say your gamer tag out loud and like blow you a kiss or whatever it is like because you were able to buy that it seems like there's a market out there with an infinite supply or a, a, at least a large supply of your ideal girl who is basically attractive plays video games yeah and um that's so it's it's like we're venturing into this dystopia of like no social interaction like this black mirror episode of reality a sea of simps a sea of simps yeah simp sea I, I know this David, kind of off, a, a, yeah. you're a simp so could you explain no. to i know this is kind of off topic but i legit have never met a girl that was good at video games it's 100 percent off topic yeah. <laughs> and insulting I never, no i i when i when i asked like i don't know if these girls yeah, are good yeah. Yeah. yeah dude what i consider good it's like if you can like make me try then you're good i've never never dang what a badge of honor that like you've put so much time into yeah, playing video games it kind of sucks it kind of does yeah, yeah. suck but you were doing like it for money but but yeah but like it does kind of suck cause how I, much I money really... did you make playing video games uh so the most i have ever made was uh, well, i'm like i'm talking like total to in the thousands it, it would be in the thousands tens of thousands no no how long were you doing this hundreds thing? of thousands no 
How long were you doing this for? Uh, well, I, I was doing it for like five years, but like I wouldn't. How much be in did you make? How time. much did you make in a year? On average. Well, I mean, it, it depends. I sometimes I want to be in the tournament. Okay, yeah. but just like on an average, what do you think? Because you usually throw these arbitrary numbers at us, uh, anyways. Ninety-seven <laughs> percent uh, of the time. So, the most money I've ever made was not even from League of Legends. A year. I want to know in a year, not not just one time, because that doesn't help us. Okay. So, uh, ballpark it. Fifteen hundred. In a year. That's not nothing. Yeah. And if you enjoy it. No, I mean, like, again, like, the most, that's, like, average, though. But, like, the most I've ever made is not from League of Legends, it's from Call of Duty. Probably. Which is, how much did you make? Uh, it was, like, 3000 From did one tournament? No, because you won't have one. <laughs> <laughs> did you win? Is that why you got 3000 Yes. Points? Wow. But that was years ago. I didn't even, I think I barely even need you. Dang. Oh, yeah. I said, you know what I did with that money? I bought a car. <laughs> That got towed. <laughs> that got towed. <laughs> and the plot is missing. Yeah. Ah. But, um... Last year. Yeah, I, I 100% with Travis. Like, you said I would, like, kind of, like, argue with him. Like, no, Travis, like, they're making money now. But now I'm, like... Now that you're, like, kind of off the wagon. Yeah, I'm, like... Don't feel like it, it, it's kind of true. And it could, not only with video games, it goes with freaking watching TV. You know, getting obsessed with freaking shows. Yeah, and it saps you of your passion, man. It's like you're willing to just sit there... Yeah like a blob and just view just vacuum these scenes from movies and shows into your head and it's like like are are you good at anything like are you passionate about anything because it, that would be good to see you actually care about something but again i'm not trying to say it's bad like watching some tv is not bad but yes at least it is. I, it, really all tv is of the devil i should click them on too it's just so stupid. That's why you shouldn't watch it. Or what? like it. Pokemon. Why? I love Pokemon. Exactly. Like, that's your next step is to quit Pokemon. Dude, I'm not obsessed with it, but I like it. I like the world of it. The I fact like that you like it. Yes, I'm judging you on that. I'm judging anybody. Wait, do you like Pokemon? When I Pokemon? was less developed. Is it Pokemon? <laughs> is that the plural? It's Pokemon. Pokemon. Pokemons. Pokemon. Um, dude, I can say something you like. Like Game okay. of Thrones. I don't, I don't obsess about that. Well, there's like, there is a... Um, but it's way better story. There is a... Uh, like, what's the term? Like the... Oh, what is it? Like Paraternus? The Paraternus, which is like the, the eternal child. And it's like, I, I feel like people get locked into this state of adolescence where it's like, yeah, these cute little anime monsters... That uh, like they fight each other and they evolve and it's like there there are people who know the names of all these Pokemon and like every whatever evolutions they have and it's like okay that's cool but I I think it's something that keeps you in boyhood and keeps you in childhood and I'm not saying that it's always bad you know to to indulge in things that are not necessarily like super grown up or whatever. Um, I think a lot of the reason the the reason that you get to go back to those is that you have a kid and then you get to, you know, enjoy Pokemon through their eyes, through watching them see it for the first time. And, you know, that can be one thing. But like there's a lot of really juvenile stuff that just people get locked into, you know. And yeah, I agree. Like Disney, I agree that um, like Disney culture winds up sucking people in and they just stay they they at 30 or 40 like they still are 
focused on keeping up with the movies that are made for nine-year-olds. But you see, like, that, like, you know how you're saying, like, women might be unattractive to men for their gaming and all stuff? Like, for me, it's the same thing with women who are just so enthralled by that kind of stuff. I don't, I, I wish my wife did not, like, I wish I'd not seen Ratatouille 12 times since being married. Like, oh, I, really? I wish that there was more of a, uh, you know, for all for all the things, you know, I would not I would not trade my relationship with my wife or anyone else. Yada yada disclaimer, you know, all that kind of stuff. But if if it were up to her, which it almost always is, what movie we're gonna watch? It's always gonna be either a Pixar movie or a Hayao Miyazaki movie, which those can be pretty good. But at the same time, it's like sometimes they just keep you in the comfort of childhood, and it's like or a Disney movie. Which is basically Pixar is Disney movie. So, uh, so that's that's really kind of it. And I'm like, man, I'd love to watch a movie with like some depth and some, and not even something like Nicole's really not into horror or um, you know things that are too intense. Um, but even a movie like we watched the Prestige ones, you know, and she loved it. She loved that movie, and I think it's a tremendous movie. Like, got a lot of depth, a lot of story, a lot of character to it. Um, great cinematography, a near perfect movie in my in my estimation but there's a lot of times when it's like even a movie like that is just kind of too much to take on and to try to interact with and so it's easier to just watch you know up again for the you know ninth time and i i agree i i wish that there was more of a, a willingness to engage with deeper things but at the same time it's like it is sweet to me that she is kind of uh innocent in that way and that's not something that I want to change about her but for boys especially for you know men whatever who get really into that I find it a little disturbing do you have anything that you like that would you could say like come on childish uh let me see what's something that I like that is maybe childish uh you're talking about like a show or yeah, Spongebob uh, I I still like some <laughs> some SpongeBob humor. I mean, I don't I don't watch it still, but like I probably okay. I probably reference that like five yeah. times a day. Um, I'll say one for you. For me, I'll say the last day of it though. Oh, thank you. Oh, I do like it. Yeah. yeah. No, but like it, Sam needs to hear that. <sighs> yeah, I like it, and I acknowledge that it is something that is largely targeted toward a kid audience. Um, and I look forward to, you know, one day hopefully being able to watch that and watch like Batman the Animated Series oh, and watch a lot of those sorts yeah. of things with, you know, with my children. But Batman was a little, you know. I know, it was intense, but like it explored themes that I think were important. You no, know, for... well, I didn't, maybe I didn't hear you, but I thought you were grouping that with like Pokemon. I got one point. Oh, I mean, it's a cartoon yeah. and it's made, you know, more for me. Yep. I'm sure what about things. Ninja Turtles? Do you think that um, has important uh, children value? Stranger Things um, is not it, for It might, it's not but it's not I don't know. I was never as much into Ninja that's, Turtles. That's like, you know what it is? Stranger Things is not meant for kids. It's like that. Stranger Things is definitely not made for kids. Yeah. It's made for adults who were kids back in, Dude, like, the 80s. After I watched the full season, I'm like, yeah, this, this is a really good show, but, like, it's kind of childish. Really? Yeah. The, the first thing special? I, I think you're so grasping for So, I'm not for, saying uh, it was bad. I, was, no, I really I think you're it. grasping for but I don't want to But even, guys, even if it's not something that's, like, a childish show, like, man, it's so depressing to me to see people that, like, that's what they live for, is, like, the new season of Stranger Things to come out, or the new season of 
like whatever like whatever the anime is because i'll admit like anime is not um not necessarily like made for children even though a lot of it is watched by you know younger audiences cool whatever um but like man there are people that that is their life's like that that's the next big thing that I oh what's the next big thing you're looking forward to in your life it's like oh the next marvel movie or the next season yeah, of yeah. attack on titan or whatever or Doom. it's like or sure like it's whatever it is like man i like do you not have anything going on yourself that like the only things you look forward to like the next big moment in your life is when you know marvel drops another movie it's like that that's so depressing that's so like I, I'm not saying necessarily to, to women, but probably to the right kind of women. Like, that would be unattractive. It's like, what do you have going on? Not like, what's the next um, video game you're looking on, you know, watching a Let's Play through or whatever. Like, but what, what do you have going on in your life? Like, where are you going? If you're the captain of the ship of your life, where is that ship going? And why would I, as a prospective girlfriend of yours, want to get on that ship? You know, well, this is it's like, where are you going to take me? Well, this is good because I feel like that's this is far more complicated. So we're we're, I'm hitting it at a point that maybe we need to rewind anyways. But what I would say is I don't think that's a good attitude for women to have in the first place, because I think it lacks humility. And it's this princess attitude, like like you just said, where are you going to take me? And it's like, it's not my it's not my job to take you anywhere. And not princess, but like, look, if I'm, if I'm going to be the helper, if I'm going to be the help meet for you to like build your house to help you like on, on the ship that you are captaining, it's like, what enterprises are you pursuing that I would even care to, to be your helper? Well, I don't think that women really are, I don't want to say trained, but are really, um, uh, I don't know what the right word would be, taught or. Brought up to raised. Think in, raised yeah. in the idea of being a helper, um, because honestly, that's that's one of the things that I uh, thought about when it comes to couples is like a lot of couples don't aren't don't have the same like the husband and wife don't have the same pursuits, mm. and so then there is no real practical helping. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, so so that's that's what, that's one thing that I would say. I don't, and I don't think that a lot of women would think that way. Like, how am I supposed to? Like, how am I? How can I be your helper? It's mm-hmm. more like, it just simply stops at where you take. Like, why is it mm-hmm. worth me? Why is it worth worth it to me to jump on your ship? And it's like, um, I think that's a valid question. But then I think men are probably at. I think men are asking the same thing. Like, why? Why is it worth me? Yeah. Why am I saying worth me? Why is it worth it for me? No, I, to, to I bring you me. along, like I. I'd yeah. Like, just... what do you bring yeah. to the table as well? Yeah. And, and I, man, I think that's an important thing too for guys to be picky and to say like, like look, I mean, and maybe this isn't the case for you, but like one thing that Nicole and I talked about is like our ideal, you know, and if if the Lord you know sees fit to bless us with this one day, like our ideal would be me working ideally in ministry based yeah. jobs. And then her staying home and raising the kids and like our primary ministry would be raising kids who are going to be like, you know, denizens of the kingdom of heaven and like, you know, people who go out and spread the light of Christ and, and walk in holiness and pursue wisdom and all those sorts of things. And that's largely frowned upon. Well, like the idea of being a stay at home mom and like someone who raises warrior children 
for the kingdom of God? Like, ew, why, you know, don't you want to be like a real woman and go get a job getting coffee for some CEO yeah. instead? It's but like I, so I think what you described bonkers. is what every Christian couple should aspire to. I, and so that's, and that's the problem is like, that's what I was saying going back is that I think like the, there's problem with men and there's problem with women, obviously. And I think the problem with the women is there's a conflict of values. It's almost like you want to hold on to some biblical values and then also some very worldly values. Mm. And it's like you, if you think that you can just be independent and you're content with being independent, mm. I don't want to be with an independent woman. Mm. Because it's like you work your job, I'll work my job, and we'll see how big we can build our joint bank account. Exactly. That's that's not a purpose. That's yeah. not a life purpose. But like, and, and, and the thing is, like, if a woman is making more money, which I think is not necessarily an issue, but it's like, for me, it's like, I want to think about this practically. If the woman wants to work a job and she is making more money, then it's like, and the, just whatever field or whatever circumstance it is, the guy is just not going to be making as much money. Then it's like, right, you're no longer really practically providing financially mm. uh or anything that finances can bring but you still have to provide in other ways i think mm -hmm. but like that changes the dynamic also so it's mm. like for me it's like i think that as christians we should just be doubling down on the biblical values but mm. we're not we're really engaged in the worldly values and it's like i don't think women ought to be as independent as they are i don't think they should be going out there pursuing careers otherwise really? you're not yeah because it doesn't leave room for the man to be providing in the way that i think she wants I, in the first place i think there's exceptions to mm. that i I, th I think it makes sense for that to be the norm yeah. though and then you know you got to consider people who aren't you know going to be married like people who aren't or, but again that's not the norm yeah. like it, th those are exceptional circumstances yeah. and you don't write the rules based on the you know exceptional circumstances you write the rules based on the norm right right so but or, or or partnering in the guy yeah and i mean this partnership so it's not like the guy is just lording over the woman mm -hmm. but like partnering in the same goal like you don't even get anything like that and it's like practically then yeah what do you got and man it's like i'm so i'm so on board with that the whole idea that most christians live their lives like christianity is the side quest you know and, and it's like the main <laughs> It's a gaming the, the, term. Yeah. And, and, you know, I grew up playing RPGs and stuff yeah. like that. But it's like, you know, your your spiritual walk and your Christian faith and everything. Like, that's kind of like this this other, like, mini game that you can play on the side. And like, hey, see if you can get a high score over there or whatever. But, like, the main goal is career, is retirement, is, like, you know, fancy vacations, all that kind of stuff. And it's like, man, uh, I, I'm just reminded of, uh, you've heard John Piper's sermon that he gave at the Passion conference in like 2002 or something where the oh. don't waste your life sermon and oh, he talks I've about heard. yeah he says like i'm going to tell you two stories and you tell me which of them is a tragedy yeah, you yeah, know yeah, one yeah. one is like this these two women they're elder like they're they're elderly like they never got married and or no one of them was a widow and then one of them just like lived her whole life never got married never had any kids and they went as missionaries to cameroon and they helped the needy and they spread the gospel and someone cut the brakes on their car and they went over a cliff and they died Okay, so that's story number one. Story number two is like, hey, here's this uh, older couple and they're like, they're married and they're retired and they have, you know, kids and grandkids and everything together. And, um, you know, they, they both worked, you know, careers and they, um, you know, saved up money and they were able to retire early and they, uh, you know, have a nice boat and they prowl around on the beach of uh, like Punta Gorda, Florida, and they collect shells. And like they, they're just living 
a nice cozy life. Okay, which of those two stories is a tragedy? He says, definitely the second one. Like, if you're a Christian, like, what better way to spend your life and to be spent and to be poured out for, like, the purpose of the gospel? And then, like, oh, over here, it's like, hey, look, you know, God, check out my boat. Look at my shell collection. Like, look <laughs> at, look how, look how neat this is. And it's like, what are you doing? You're living totally for yourself. And I'd say, like, uh, of all the, we talked about, like, attraction for passion. It's like, what else would you be passionate about than, like, that you would have a zeal that the holiness of God and the name of God be magnified and like the the power of God be made manifest through your life. It's like who gives a crap about like anything else, right. you know? And then the answer is like, well, apparently me, you know, because I'm not sold out entirely to that. I I really do think that I live as though my faith is the main thing and that you know any savings account or whatever like everything else like those are mini games and those are those can come or go and i can lose all my savings i can lose my health but like my faith is the main thing to cultivate and it's like are christians living like they say they believe mm -hmm. or are we really just living like the world anyway mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah <laughs> David's like, how do I make this about video games? Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's a great read. No. <laughs> I'm just thinking like more of like board games, about like <laughs> being a man, like what stuff for like. Well, I think in this podcast we've been talking more about like attraction, yeah, than necessarily well, yeah. like Man manliness what, what is... things are central to manliness. I I do still think that that would wind up being a separate. Okay. podcast yeah. because i think we've mostly been talking about things that are attractive um okay well so but, yeah anything that we established with manliness uh see if it was just us three i'd say that's probably gonna be like a 40 minute recording maybe yeah. if that but when you get miguel yeah <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Uh, i don't know i think you and me would disagree on a lot Oh yeah. When it comes to manliness. Yeah, I think you and me would disagree a lot. I know, but the thing is like I get you give your answer and I give my answer and then you realize you're wrong. So then no. we move on. <laughs> no, you just never answer any of my questions. It takes me That's such baloney. I answer all your no, questions. No, why? No, don't worry. The next podcast or two, because I'm gonna you were afraid is, what we were gonna no, talk about. I'm gonna get we're gonna get back in there. You know why? Why? Because I'm not one of your sheep. <laughs> Well, you do consistently change your mind to follow, like, mine and Eric's opinion. But the thing is, it takes Miguel a lot longer to realize he's wrong. We're talking, has he, like, has he years. TBD. No. I'm just kind of joking. Obviously, we, no, do, we will yeah. disagree or whatever, but he's not even here to defend, defend himself. <laughs> Jinx. But, um... Yeah. What were you? What do you think? Uh, if we talked about manliness, like the difference? The no, 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 no spoilers. We okay. can talk about it off air. Well, I'll, I'll oh, be okay, gone okay, Monday. Okay. Where are you going? I'll be in Texas. Tejas, going to Tejas. No, I'll be back Monday. I'll be back Monday. You Podcast can't miss time. these things. Um, so yeah, we talked about attraction. I guess yeah. male attraction. Then. The ideal man. Who is it? Do you know I will inspire a I lot? think Robert Downey Jr.'s take on Sherlock Holmes is probably like... I was going to say Ned Flanders. Totally different than what I, I just said. I love Ned Flanders. You know what celebrity I actually really look up to is... Um, it Keanu better not be Keanu Asian. Reeves. Uh, well, he's kind of yeah. close to Asian. He's like really... Why Keanu Reeves? Um, 
So if you like his backstory is really great, and what he does, what he does with his money, right. and he doesn't act like a freaking celebrity. He didn't, takes the plane. Did his like wife die? Yeah. Mm. Oh, okay, so his wife died. Two weeks later, his dad died, and I promise you, like, like three months later, his sister died. Damn. Um, but no, he takes like the plane. Like, like he never takes a private jet. He always takes private. He always takes the bus. Well, mm. does he, he fly is, coach though? Yeah, no, he like this, like he. There's a picture you did, of him. You're telling me Keanu Reeves doesn't fly first class? No, there's a picture of him talking just to some random dude, like him in his, like, him in the middle wow. seat. And what a man of takes, the people. Uh, when he takes pictures with ladies, just like this. Oh, the floating hand. Floating yeah. hand. Yeah. I think Keanu wow. Reeves is fake. What a gentleman. I'm gonna say Jesus. He's my. Uh, oh, come on. Come just on. personally, he's my idea of the ideal man. But the problem is, I don't know when. My like, because he is an ideal, but I don't know when it's like ideal man or ideal god. See, that's the problem. Mm. I, <laughs> like fifty percent of both. What is God? What is? What would you say? Well, mm. we're gonna have to do another podcast to answer that. Okie dokie. But right oh, now, have you guys ever thought to think like who would win a trillion lions versus a or the sun? Yeah, and then it's like, good. oh, the lions yeah. would win because they would attack at night. It's freaking hilarious. Oh my god! I was watching a video about like, this guy like really putting it down. It's like okay, well, million, a trillion lions. You gotta break down what the what the lions are made out of. He's brought like all like all this stuff, like what humans are made out of. It's like it'll cover the sun. And end up like the trillion lions would win. Could they cover the surface a of the sun? A trillion lions versus the sun. I don't know, man. A trillion is a big number, though. Yeah, that's I, it's I like think, bigger than a hundred. I tell people it is impossible to think of a tri- like how much a trillion is. That's right. I'm thinking of it right now. No, but like to like probably got like fifteen thousand. Do you think you have ever seen a billion of something? A billion grains of sand. Really? You think you've seen a billion grains of sand? Yeah, on the beach. I'm saying like you're standing there without like you're just standing there. You think you've seen a billion things of sand? A billion, a billion atoms of skin on Eric right now. That's a little. We can't really tell, but the grains of sand, one hundred percent. No way. I am. I'm definitely. I'm definitely ending this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, wait, because you only see the sand that's on top, so that's actually a good point. This, you, if you're on a stretch of beach, you're definitely going to see if you're not, a billion. That's not a billion. All right. I will not come out. It's a billion. Well, this yeah. is not going to end anytime soon. Love yes. you guys. Bye. Yep.